0: what's up everybody welcome back to latinally the podcast that is untamed uncensored and always unapologetic today we have delaney also known as la bruja an incredible artist from brooklyn tackling the stigmas of mental health and the black and latino community we unpack a lot in this episode girl so sit back and enjoy Hi.
1: Hi my love. How are you? I'm good.
0: How are you? Look how beautiful you are. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I'm a reflection of you. You're so beautiful. Thank you, honey. I'm so glad that we're able to do this. I'm so excited. I've been, it's been a long time planning, but how are you?
1: I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm staying grounded. This month was a lot, emotionally. But I'm doing good. I'm really, really content.
0: How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, between last night and, you know, what's been going on, I think my heart's a little heavy, you know, with the, I mean, especially because of my son, I just like held on to him so tight and just like, I just didn't even like want to let him go, even though I was so exhausted, but it just, it just speaks to why. Mental health is super important because there are so many factors that can attribute to us not just not feeling it and us kind of burying yeah. our feelings and so you know, like pushing them down and pushing them down and not talking about these things. I mean, even things that don't directly happen to us, but they happen just out there in the world. And I mean, honestly, I've been busy and I've been good. I try to do things around my house to, you know, and, you know, indulge in work so that I'm not so affected by things. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I, I
1: am a teacher. So this affects a lot. It puts a lot of fear in students. It puts a lot of fear in parents Mm -hmm. And just people, period, like, we can't go on the train anymore. We can't go in churches anymore. We can't do, like, we can, but, like, it's something there that's stopping us. Like, the fear of every time that you step out the house, something is going to happen. Or something may happen. Just even, like, the slightest inclination of that can really affect someone's mental health. And, like, you know... um, trying to find things to stay grounded in a world where it's like, it's constantly happening. So many things are constantly happening. It's like, dang, like, how much more grounding can I get? Like, how, how many more, like, pages of journaling can I journal? How many more meditation sessions can I do? Like, it, it really does affect the world as a whole. And, you know, as much as people may think you know, well, it was in this part of the world, it's not here, like it can happen anywhere. And, you know, we're humans, you know, and regardless, if we don't know someone that has experienced certain things like that, it affects us, because we're all interconnected with each other. So everything that's going on in this world right now, the energy is very dense. And whether we know it or not, subconsciously, it is affecting us, it's affecting us physically, it's affecting us mentally, spiritually, it's a whole warfare out here, so, um, yeah, like, it's, it's really tragic, I, I, I don't want it to become a thing where we're so numb to these things, because it's like, oh, you know, like, what can we do, it's like, it's, it's so many solutions that we can do it, it's just taking the action, Um, but honestly, like you said, like, Suppression, suppression is 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 going to be like you know the death of a lot of people. Like just pushing things down and reacting outward to project onto others to hurt other people is really not the
0: answer. But yeah, it's a lot. It is. You know what? It is a lot, and it is so difficult to transition from constantly suppressing our feelings to then finding finding it in finding it within ourselves to then talk about the things that we need to in order to heal it's very hard to just make that transition alone especially when you're not taught to do it and when you're when not even taught But when you're dismissed from even attempting to do it, it's, it's almost like it doesn't matter. And you should just like, let it roll off your back and, and, you know, tomorrow's a new day and, and like, you'll get over it with time. Like so many things to just dismiss how we're feeling to, to not even, to not even like bring it up. And I think I just, like, even in my own, even in my own family, like, you you can see it with my parents, my grandparents, sometimes even my husband, and mm-hmm. we, they, we don't talk, and I, yeah. you know, my husband always used to say to me, oh, my God, you talk so much, like, you talk about, like, everything you're feeling, you talk, you talk, you talk, and I'm, like, <laughs> I have to, like, <laughs> I would always say, I'm, like, I don't know how you don't talk, like, I... I would explode. I would just, I would just lose it. And it's something that I definitely had to teach myself because the support of your family, I think in our community just is not there because it's just not talked about.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's like, it's like, it doesn't exist. Yeah, it's really not. It's, it's really not. It's, I could, um, I could definitely relate. It's so interesting that, you know, we're talking about just uh, suppressing things and wanting to communicate because this Mercury Retrograde has definitely showed me how much I suppress much more than I think. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, like same thing, same thing here, like growing up, I'm Dominican. So Everything and any and everything that you take offense to is like, but it was only now that like that's a little joke, like you know. And 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 when you're a child and you get told that so much, even like the smallest things, when you get told like you know, like this is not something that's so serious. When you get told these things are not as serious to talk about you start to grow up into your young adulthood and then into your adulthood thinking, maybe this is not something that I should speak on. Maybe I am bugging. Maybe it is me. So let me not uh, address this to avoid confrontation. And that's something that a lot of us, including me too, like whenever I say all these things, I, I speak for myself too because we're all not perfect and we're all here unlearning Um. That's something that all of us, including me, are starting to just unlearn where it's like we need to know and normalize how important it is to really communicate how we feel Mm -hmm. with no judgment, no limitation, no like, oh, I'm saying this to come at you or "I'm, I'm saying this to like hurt your feelings or no, like none of this is to take offense. None of this is to none of that this is just me expressing my feelings point blank period and communicating that with someone also what I find and what have I have been finding is let's say for example like I have a problem and I want to bring it up to my partner or I want to bring it up to my mom and I get a solution-based answer if I get a solution-based answer And then I come out of that feeling like, damn, like I really wasn't looking for like a solution. I was just looking for someone to hear me out. I was just looking for someone to be an open ear. I come out of that feeling like shit. I'm like, damn, like I just spread all of this onto you and I didn't get anything back. But that's coming from expectations. Why do we have expectations? Because we're not communicating what we want. So communicating on all levels on all layers on how we feel on if we're not feeling it today or if
0: we are feeling it today is
1: super super important and I'm still learning that too
0: yeah I mean it's 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 in every part of our life right so it's like and you know when I it's so interesting because whenever someone so I'm someone that you know I'm not a very vulnerable person. I I'm the kind of person where I will reveal what I feel comfortable with. So Mm -hmm. I don't really give a lot of my deepest feelings or whatever I do with people that I trust, but you know, people on the opposite end feel extremely drawn to telling me things, just revealing so much of their heart to me, which I'm honored. And I never go into a conversation like sometimes if someone, sometimes people just need to vent. And I do, and I am aware of the fact that people can't communicate. I just need an ear. So a lot of the time what I like to do is I like to say, okay, I hear you. Do you just need a shoulder? Do you need my, you need my back? Like you need me to hold you up. Or are you looking for advice? Are you looking for an opinion? Are you looking for a guidance? If not, I'm here for you. I will come for you. I will be, I enjoy being the person that people need me to be in those situations. And, you know, I think, I mean, I don't really expect those things from other people. I really expect them from my partner. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. (laughs) yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah, it really is yeah Yeah. like with um with any relationship that we form with anyone if it's our relationship relationship with our partner in a way we do expect it because that's our lover that's our baby you know (laughs) (laughs) um and it can trickle down to friendships it can trickle down Mm -hmm. to uh people that we work with it could trickle down to family specifically because family is foundation Mm -hmm. um and I could definitely agree with you like I don't know what it is I do know what it is I'm 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 capping it's the energy thing (laughs) it's the energy thing like people are gravitated to A receptive energy people are gravitating to um, grounding energy and safe energy so you cultivate that for yourself and you in a way are attracting people um, who feel comfortable just sharing that with you or sharing anything with you and vice versa over here too I've had that my whole life ever since like I started to become like self-aware like in high school I started to just ask like damn like why is it that people always coming to me with this shit? Like, I would literally just say it just like that. Not, oh, like, I feel honored that you're coming to me. Like, I would honestly kind of get annoyed by it. I I would, because it's like, why is it that always, there's there's always someone coming to me? Like, there's always someone just telling me about their problems. I don't even, probably, most of the time, I don't really even know them. And then like, as time started to go by, I started to really understand it and start to understand what energy is and start to understand like, okay, this is a real thing. And I have to look at it from a third person point of view. This is, this is someone that I attract because that's just how our hearts are. When you have a pure heart, people are attracted to that. And it's purely energy to be honest. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, I definitely now in my life I do appreciate it because I am mm-hmm. considered more of the glue in my family. But mm-hmm. when I was younger, I'm like, yo, I got my own shit. And and let me not even lie because when I want to say like when everything was actually when everything started kicking off with COVID, I had people coming at me. In so many different directions, tell me about their problems, tell me about their shit, and I'm like, confused. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> I'm like, you know, and and I think for me, a lot of the things, a, a lot of the time, I get, I would get frustrated because I'm like, yo, ain't nobody asking how I'm doing. Y'all coming at me and 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 you're you're drowning me with with all of this stuff, and and mm-hmm. it's it's funny because. I would get so frustrated sometimes that they, that, that people would call me cold. They're like, Oh, like, you know, like, like you're mad cold. Like I can't cut. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be cold, but what I'm trying to, let me articulate myself and let me just say, I like how you use me as a backbone for a lot of the things that you need. I need that too. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like I'm good. Like I'm strong. I get that. That's cool. But I can't be on it all the time for you because then I'm not on it for me. And it's just, you know, it's. Oh, Lord. (laughs) There's so much that we're unpacking
1: right now. (laughs) Oh, I (laughs) know. So much we're unpacking right now. That whole word strong. Just that whole word strong is like. It's like a diss in a way and I, I speak about this with my with my best friend a lot like you could only be so strong like what what do you expect out of me like I cannot have my hands in three things because I have two hands I can't have my hands in three things and have the whole world on my back on the, at the same time I'm human like yeah, we're spiritual beings having a human experience cool, but I'm fucking human. You know, like I have emotions the same way that you feel is the same way that I feel. And someone's saying like, "Oh, you're so strong, like you're just so resilient, you're so you look so uh put together and and strong all the time." Yeah. It's just okay, um that's not the case all the time. Like I deserve nurturing i also deserve gentleness i deserve these soft moments because being strong is not a compliment like we need to just diminish that from our, our vocabulary and specifically with women women go through shit every single day yep. mentally emotionally physically all things and being strong is the last thing that we want to hear when we're in bed and we got something to do, but we're on our periods. Like that's the last thing that we need to hear. That's so right now. I'm so I'm going through it so me too. <laughs> yo, just this morning, girl.
0: Yes, <laughs> yo, this is insane. <laughs> that is so crazy. And I literally Mine was yesterday morning, and I literally, I woke up, I pray. I prayed, I said, Lord, you need to let this period come today, because I was like, I'm a little late, honey, and I cannot, <laughs> I cannot do this again, I said, to my, I said to my husband, I was like, babe, don't stress me out, we need Mother Nature to flow through my body, because <laughs> we need her to come today. <laughs> That's so, cr- I, oh my
1: God, that is. <laughs> that is so- crazy wow so you get it you like we're literally on the same boat like it's it's just so so much it's so much when it comes to that and and going back to like when people are always coming to you with it with with their you know stuff that they want to vent you with and just just anything like there's nothing wrong with me holding a safe space for you like I love holding safe spaces for people that's that's what I've been doing for the longest. I actually enjoy doing that. I love listening, but a listener needs a listener as well. Mm-hmm. And a healer needs a healer as well. Like it's receptive. It's, it's reciprocal. It gotta be reciprocal. And although like, um, we have that energy, like, yeah, like, it could be draining sometimes. It really can't like, I I'm, I'm just not here for being an open ear and I'm just not here to just say I'm doing all these things to make it seem like I'm strong or something like no like I be having my days too like nobody's perfect like sometimes I just feel like sleeping the whole day away when I have a thousand things to do but can I sleep the whole day no because I have to do these things so it's it's so much
0: it is a lot and it's a lot that I mean shit a lot happens in a day just one day and, and, you know, sometimes when that, when my alarm goes off, I'm like, yo, <laughs> I don't want to do it. Like, I really don't want to do it. And, you know, and then I hear my son cry and I'm like, nope, I got to get up. I got mad thing. I have so many things to do. I literally posted yesterday on my podcast page, I said, I had a thousand things to do and I only got a hundred done and I felt pretty good because I got a lot of shit done yesterday, but you know, that, you know, I think when you give a lot of yourself to a lot of people, it becomes really difficult to give yourself to yourself and you then you're burnt out you know you're tired i can't focus on the things that i have to focus on and and sometimes it puts me into a depression my anxiety goes up and then you know i feel like i have so many things on my plate that i have to do and i haven't gotten to anything yeah cuz i'm drained and i'm exhausted and i'm tired and i'm like yo who's looking out for me like you yeah. want me to call you and check on you and 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 what about me I need, I need a, a little, you know, I need to check on too. And, yeah. and, and it's, and it's, 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 it's annoying because when you say that, like, oh, I need someone to check on me too. I feel like everyone's like a narcissist and they go, okay, well, it's not about you. And it's like, oh, yes. Girl. Like, a minute, <laughs> come on now.
1: Say again, please. Like, it's, you that know, whole pouring into yourself like when people say pouring into yourself and you need to pour into yourself, it's so true. You cannot show up for others. If you do not show up for yourself, Mm -hmm. if I can't even show up for myself, what makes you think I got to show up for you? What makes you think that I not even got to What makes you think that I can show up for you Mm -hmm. and, and like just expressing that just expressing to anybody any any person that's in your circle and in your space some people can be understanding about it and be like oh like you know I I genuinely did not know like just that communication once again the communicating part is important some people can take it that way and others get triggered by it and to be honest every trigger is an invitation to healing mm-hmm. but why is it that you feel a way that I feel like I need to pour into myself? Why is it that you feel like, oh, it's not about you? Yeah, it's really not right now. That's why I'm expressing that I, I can't do this right now. And by all means, like even when you express that to, to your loved ones or your friends or anything, that does not take away from any of the love that you have for them. That doesn't determine... Anything within the friendship or the relationship or whatever it simply means that I want to be there for you, I want to be there for you in the most genuine and nurturing way, but I genuinely cannot do that because I have to nurture myself, and I'm experiencing a lot right now, mm-hmm. so even when you're just that open it's it's still like it's 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 just the comprehension part of communicating as well,
0: yes. Oh my God. Say it again. Because when people talk about communication, it's like, okay, yes, you can talk, you can talk. But if what you're saying is not being comprehended, if it's not being understood, if it's not being absorbed, Mm -hmm. and it's really just one-sided conversation, you know, like it's, it's, you're kind of just talking to a wall because it's not, it's not fair. And it's not fair that, that you, you know, you're giving and giving and giving in the moment that you voice like, you know I need help too. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, you know it's thrown out the window and Very true. It, when you call
1: up that's that's when you really really need it because sometimes we don't even be doing that a lot. Yeah. And when we when I feel like I feel like like you know I'm just I'm just generalizing this whole conversation with um, women just because we feel so much yeah and sometimes we uh suppress a lot because we suppress a lot I feel like that's why people believe that we're just so strong and resilient and we're always just so like you know always have it together and you know you keep going so proud of you all this stuff and when we finally get to that point where it's just like I feel bad like I, I need help yeah like I'm dr- I need help. I need a break. I need open ear. I need to cry. Anything. Once you say that, that's when people get kind of like, you know, like startled back, like, whoa, what do you mean? Like, I thought you had everything under control. I thought you, you know, like, yeah, we could, it could look like we got your control, but
0: you know, it's, it's kind of hard. It's, yeah. It's harder. Yeah. yeah. No, it, 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 it is. And I think when, I think when you're on it all the time, and, 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 you know, I think it's somewhat surprising to a lot of people when you let yourself feel down, or you allow yourself grace, or you allow yourself, you said it earlier, you know, you need gentleness too. you need to be people need to be taken care of. And, when you know when you allow yourself to feel vulnerable or what have you other people kind of go it's like the ones that you're so like you're there to help and you're there for them and you're always they kind of look at you like um I can't really help you now like once and I think this happens to me a lot it's where I'll give myself I'll give a lot of myself and Mm -hmm. once I need it back everyone's busy Or now everyone got what they needed from me, that, that strength that they, that strength that they needed from me, they got it. And now if I need it, you're nowhere to be found. And it's like, okay, sis, (laughs) thank you. Now, now (laughs) I know. So (laughs) like, don't be surprised if I ghost you and you can't get in contact with me no more because it's like, what, what what are we doing? (laughs) that's that's been literally all the friendships
1: that I've had in the past like I feel like that's the main reason why I stopped fucking with these with these people because it's like you know you when you have light you attract people who want to be in that light as well and you have a healing energy to you you have a very soft energy to you. So a lot of people, in, in lamest terms, take advantage of that, you know? And when you're there for them, majority of the time of in the friendship or in the relationship or whatever it is, they get so used to it that they you become the, like, dependent. Like, you are always the one that they can go to. Like, you are always the one that they can lean on and and you are the backbone you are literally the backbone of that relationship that you form but when that backbone get a little like i need a little straightening it's just Mm -hmm. like nah i'm gonna just have you like cook it out here like no like what i'm just getting taken advantage of here like i'm only here for your benefit it's it's that's not it like this is not how this is going to be it has to be reciprocal i ain't saying like 50-50 a lot of people disagree with the whole 50-50 concept but you know pour selectively into the people that are around you because I've had to learn that so much and in any of the friendships that I've formed in the past because you can't just be out here giving your energy to people who won't reciprocate that back to you like this is not something of like Oh, let me be in this this friendship because I know that if I'm with this person, I'm gonna benefit off of them. Like, no, it's not that. It should be I want to be your friend, or I want to form this relationship with you because I genuinely love you. Yeah, care for you, and if you do need me, I'm here for you. And if I need you, I want to be able to, you know, be there
0: and, and just. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you know, yeah, and. And I think that's why a lot of my friendships have never have haven't worked out either. And I think and this is when, you know, I was I was much younger because as I got older, it was just like a lot of people like to look down on like the cutting off culture and I'll, I'll cut you. I don't care. Yeah. I will. I will bring out the my biggest my clipper, scissor, whatever, knives, whatever. And I'm bringing it up. You girl, I'm cutting everything out, like, and and I have to do it, and I've done it so many times, to the point where, like, my cutoff game is so strong, like, people, they just don't like me no more, and I'm like, you know what, like, if I've, if I've tried to talk to you, if I have tried to, to have a conversation with you, and you said something earlier, where even though, like, it doesn't, whatever conversation that you have, like, if you're feeling a kind of way, and you want to bringing that up to somebody that is in your life, your family, your lover, what have you, if you're trying to let them know that what they did, you know, is, is bothering you, um, you know, <laughs> it's, um, it's crazy because when when you do that it doesn't have to be conflict like just because you're trying to talk to people just because i'm trying to bring up a conflict doesn't mean that this conversation has to be a conflicting conversation we don't have to fight we don't have to get crazy with one another we don't have to like you know it's a it's a conversation that's all it is we don't have to you know go right for the jugular and no even though we're talking about a an issue that happened it's mm-hmm. a conversation. We are grown yeah. ass people and we can just talk. And yeah. you know, yeah. when I've tried, when I, once I've tried that and it just does not work, my off mm-hmm. game, that's it. Like it's done, it's over with. And <laughs> a lot of the time that is the boundary because boundaries look different for everybody. And mm-hmm. that is my boundary. I'm gonna cut you off because if I've tried to verbally give you one and kind of, Create this this formal boundary that you have to stay with him because you're getting a little toxic for me. Oh yeah. If that don't work, then we I have to resort to something that I know is going to protect me. Mm-hmm. And I can't apologize for it. And for every yeah. one of my friendships, I never have. And I and I, I look on Instagram and these. These are girls that are, I went to high school with, and all of those girls are still friends going to each other's weddings and the whole nine. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, oh, I cut you off four years ago, I cut you off. <laughs> 10 years ago. I cut you off. I'm like, oh, girl. I'm like, yo, poop. It's a, time. <laughs> it's a whole line
1: of cut off. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. You unpacked so many, so many, so many gems. Um. So I'ma just like try to go in like order, like just communicating to not have conflict with the first thing that you said. Um, I think that a lot of us that that stems from our childhood. I think it stems from our childhood because if it if if it was such a easy thing for me to bring something up to you that bothered me, you'd be concerned. You'd be like, oh, what is it that bothers you? Like you'd want to communicate, you'd want to know, like, hey, like, did I say something wrong? Did I do anything that bothered you? But when we're programmed to, to not like express what it is that we feel that bothered us, and have that suppressed, we kind of take that as a threat. We take that as like, oh, you're trying to come at me like no like I'm not trying to come at you I, I literally just want to conversate with you mm-hmm. this does not have to result in yelling this does not have to result in anything like you taking offense that I want to express something to you that bothered me mm-hmm. says a lot about you
0: yep.
1: and that's okay we have compassion here but we are also adults like let's hold each other more accountable but let's just also still create that compassionate space with people and just be able to communicate. And most of the time, if we're just being honest, you know, everyone is at their own pace. Everyone is at their own pace of um, how much awareness they have and, and level of comprehension they have in conversations, Sometimes people don't get to that point in this lifetime. Sometimes people just like have like a time marker and anything after that is like, no, this is what I'm standing on. And that's that. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what kind of concept you're talking about. Talking about communication. I don't know what that is. Sometimes people just really, this is just what it is for them in this lifetime. Maybe in another lifetime. Though, you know, like- (laughs) things out maybe as a birdie or something maybe in a different form but in this lifetime it's, it's it's really hard to try to speak to people who don't have that you know everyone has a different capacity of understanding and comprehending things and when it comes to the point where you find yourself trying to over explain For someone that you know is not really going to understand everything that you want them to understand, that's when the boundaries come in. Mm -hmm. And me personally, I feel like boundaries are so important, especially when you still want that person in your life. Boundaries don't have to be like, I'm setting a boundary with you for you not to talk about how this makes me feel. So then that's it. Like, nah, I feel like boundaries are like, hey, I just want to set this boundary with you because you said this to me and it made me feel some type of way. But moving forward, I would really appreciate it if you just don't bring that up because it makes me uncomfortable. That doesn't mean that we have to end the friendship. That doesn't mean anything. It just means that I set that boundary with you. Girl, why people take boundaries as if like it's the end of the friendship and result to blocking? I use blocking because that's an experience that I've had. Yeah. Blocking because I want to set a boundary with you in in an adult in an adult conversation. Like not no like I'm I'm not coddling you with my speech. I'm te- I'm talking to you like an adult. Like this is just yeah. no, no, um, no attitude, no like, you know, coming at you or whatever. But still, like people just don't. People don't understand and, and they take it they take it personal mm-hmm. you can't take things personal if something is not aiming towards you it's the other person that feels the type of way about it so i mean any any anything like like that like like with boundaries i also don't have no problem like setting boundaries because that's the best way that you can protect your energy in this world like mm-hmm. with anything too
0: yeah I think a lot of people don't have the emotional maturity to understand the importance of what a boundary is. It's, it's not a bad thing. It's something, you know, I'm okay with people setting boundaries with me. If they feel that they have to do that, like do what you got to do, like,
1: you Mm -hmm. know,
0: and, but the thing is, you know, I've worked very hard to be able to Come to a point where I can speak about the things that I need, the boundaries I need, the the solutions. Because I'm not trying to cut everybody off. And truthfully, you got people in your life that you simply cannot cut off. So you don't <laughs> have to kind of work something. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't cut some of these people off. So you have to, you have mm-hmm. to find things that work, and you have to set those boundaries. You have to you know, something that I learned a long time ago, I know it. I don't practice it a lot because sometimes like sometimes I like to handle people with grace and I like to be the person I like to be the bigger person. And I like to, you know, but then sometimes I just want to black on people and I don't give a fuck. Yes, You know what I'm saying? Like I've learned to treat people in a way that I get the result that I want yeah, because of how they need to be spoken to, mm-hmm. which is something great to have in your life. But it then kind of puts me in a spot where I can't release the things that I want to release. Like sometimes I just want to like lose my shit. Like I have the right to lose my mother in mind sometimes. You know, I have that right. Just like how you had the right to do whatever yeah. nonsense and tomfoolery bullshit you decided to do to get me to this point, mm-hmm. but I have the right to have that release as well. And mm-hmm. it's sometimes that shit is hard to swallow. Motherfucker, re- hard. hard. It is motherfucker, <laughs> It is so difficult, and and. Ooh. I've tried to find a, a happy medium, you know. Like there was a a a bunch of situations with my husband's family where, mm-hmm. like I said, like you know, this even like with my show, it's all about growing. It's all about reinvention. It's all about it's all about evolving to be a better woman, a a a a woman of 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 compassion and growth and you know and empathy. I'm that's cool. I'm cool with all that. Yeah. I'm growing and I'm praying to to God and I'm driving. You know what I'm saying? I'm drinking my water. I'm doing what I got to do. Drinking your tea. You meditating. You doing all the right things. Manifesting. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing what I got to do. But sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes that's not enough. You know, and. That's not enough, girl. People like to poke the bear, and I'm like, you poking the wrong motherfucking one. When, <laughs> when she wakes up, honey. You're not. You're not gonna be happy. i promise you right now. You dog. Come on. <laughs> this grace, this grace that we uphold,
1: this grace that we uphold is so beyond. Because uh. you want to be graceful, like I, I. I choose being graceful. You can choose to be graceful. You can choose to be sporadic. You can choose to be quiet. You can choose to be a lot of things. You can choose to be angry. You can choose to be, you know, because something that my partner told me is like, yo, like, you could be graceful all you want. But sometimes you got to really shake up the room. Sometimes you have to, because if you're graceful and people know you for being graceful, people know you for being so like understanding and compassionate and all these beautiful things and these flowers and light and stuff like that. But when you get to that point, that's when people open their eyes and they like, all right, like she really saying some shit right now. Like she's really trying to make me understand that she really trying to like, let me know this is something that bothers her. Yeah. So you can be both. You can definitely be both. You can definitely be both, but never like over tipping on, on either side. Cause if you're too graceful, people look at that as, Oh, she's like easy or whatever. Yeah. If you too like sporadic, people are just like, Oh my God, you're always blacking. Like you're always, yeah. it's, it's, it's a balance and it's hard to, but to be graceful is to be very gentle and soft and having that balance, especially in a world like this today that, you know,
0: people be trying it, it's hard. it it's is hard. It's very hard. It is really hard. And I have come to, with a lot of practice, I've come to a lot of, I've come to a lot of a middle ground where I can handle you with grace, but I might be a little bit of a bitch when I do it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to be, you know, I think that's that's one of the ways that I kind of cope with this sort of finding of my balance is I can handle you with grace, but I can be assertive about it so that you know, okay, I'm not going to make a big deal about it because I'm not going to waste my time and my energy on you, but you will know not to try it again. Like, and I think that that's, but I tell you, it's hard to learn that it's hard to find a balance with anything, but to find a balance with dealing with people, it takes a lot of work. And unfortunately it takes a lot of situations happening in your life for you to then exercise that, Mm. that, you know, that, that, that balance that, that you can have. So people are going to have to try you a couple times for you to get it perfect. Like, like you <laughs> don't have to go through some shit for people to be like, okay. <laughs> and yes. like, okay, I got it now. Like, I got, you know, muscle, you work it, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, okay. um, shit. And absolutely.
1: absolutely. And it's, it's unfortunate to say that too. It's unfortunate to say things like, oh, like, you know, we have to experience a little bit more to really have that that um expertise in balancing but experience is something that no one can take away from you Mm -hmm. experience is something that is very um gold like I I call it like gold because it's like that's your own personal experience and no one can take that away from you you gotta be you gotta you gotta have a lot of shit come to your life for you to know to not have someone be like the master of your emotions. Mm -hmm. And when you react, when you react and out of like, let's say for example, like in any situation, let's just say like someone, someone like really pisses you off or like something has been going on for quite some time and you just like, damn, like I hope, I hope this lady don't say nothing to me today because today might be just that day. Mm -hmm. If that lady say something, to you today in a way that you did not like it for you to choose to be graceful for you to choose to take the higher route for you to choose to be the bigger person that's you proving to yourself that that specific lady is not the master of your emotions because in any situation if you react to something that people want a reaction out of they are the master of your emotions they are your master because if you didn't want to give that to them, you would have never gave it to them. Yeah. But it's hard. It's so hard, and it it's easy for me to say that. It's it's easy for me to say that because there's so many people right now that ex- experiencing that that I might I may not be experiencing that. But just like me keeping that in mind in any situation, it it, it really does put things into perspective for me because it's like, do I want to go to this side of of handling it this way or, or should I just
0: chill? Should I just like chill? Yeah. I'm a chill.
1: Cause yeah. if I don't chill, it's going to get ugly.
0: Yes. And yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because, oh my God. Yes. It, it, <laughs> it, you know, it's just, it's understanding what battles to pick. It's, it's, it's analyzing the situation that you're currently in and, and, and also too, like, especially if it's someone in your life that is constantly, you know, giving you shit, you know, just like my Mm -hmm. issue is I deal with a lot of people who are very passive aggressive, who kind of like do backhanded compliments who kind of like are very narcissistic. So it's kind of like they don't blatantly do something to Mm -hmm. where you can say something. It's more yeah. like it's more like they they do sh- very shisty shit. And if you come yeah. out and you say something, you look crazy. So it's right. you, you know what I'm saying? Like those are the kind of people that I deal with like all the time. Yeah. I guess it, ju- it it blows my mind how many people that I like I I'm forced to deal with, I guess. But yeah. it, you know, it's all of like who am I gonna give that power to? When mm-hmm. I think about it like that. Ain't nobody got power over me. No facts. Like, and you know what? Like, that's when I choose the graceful route because I'm like, okay, you ain't shit. Yeah. You weren't shit yesterday. You weren't shit today. (laughs) You're not going to be shit (laughs) tomorrow. So I'm not going (laughs) to let you have that power over me. So I'm going to flick you like a booger that way. And I'm going to just live my life and do what I got to do because I can't do that with you. Yeah, and, and that's that's the most
1: like sane route that we could take. Because if if we do that with, I mean, this is not to say we we finna do it like this, but if we do that with any and everything that bothers us, we'd go crazy. If any and everything that we come in contact with in our everyday lives, we react to, you like you'd go crazy inside, you'd go crazy outside, you'd go crazy inside, like you give your own power yep. away and, and like really like just, just cultivating that power within everything is inward. Everything is inner work. So it's more so just like proving it to yourself, like not just, not just proving it to, to anybody else. Like, Oh, look, like I could have did this today, but I did this. Like, no, it's, it's just really proving it to yourself. Like, dang, I was going to react like that five years ago, but today the the me today chose to react this way that's growth yes and growth can be uncomfortable it could be very uncomfortable because there are times where you gotta take that route where you don't really want to but that's just like the inner you like trying to find its way to still react in that way but being graceful is key it really is it's hard but it's key
0: yes no it it yeah no it It really is. And, um, you know, I think that one of the most important things when we're dealing with just everyday life, everyday things, everyday life, our mental health, you know, our career, our families, our love, you know, our our lovers and what have you, like, I think it's all about finding a release. It's all about releasing everything that we're holding on to in our own way. And, you know, I'm someone who I'm very creative. I like my job. I'm a designer, so that's what I do full time, and I love doing it. I love some like I just love immersing myself in all things creative. I paint, I draw. I like I I'm just someone who's like a super creative person. I think of all the these different crazy things to do in my fucking day. I just <laughs> and it, you know what it is. It brings me joy, and it's a form of self care that I've that I've practiced in and. And I find that with each new thing that I do, it allows me to reinvent myself. And um, there's literally, I was looking through your page, there's there's a painting that you have that I was like, oh my God, it just spoke to my soul. Which one? Phases <laughs> and Stages. Oh, that's literally this one right here. I love. Oh my oh, goodness. Thank you. I loved it. And. And I was looking at everything that, that you do and, you know, all of your work is so, it's amazing because artists don't get enough appreciation because uh-huh. each piece is so curated. You know, I love, I'm a, I'm a, I, art is my whole life. I studied art history yeah. and architecture. I'm the, I'm like, a, oh my God. And each piece is so curated. Each piece has so much of you. So, yeah. you know, I'm not going to ask you what inspires you because that's like a, <laughs> that, is the, that is the vaguest question.
1: So I still love that question though. I you love know? Some like people, change, some it people changes, don't like that question. <laughs> it changes every single time when someone asks me, I, I noticed since I first started getting um, asked that question, it changes every
0: single time. Oh yeah. Okay. Good. Some people don't like that question, so you know, I'm asking them. <laughs> so yeah so what so what so what inspires you (laughs) okay so one thing that I do still factor
1: in when I do answer this question is um my experiences Mm -hmm. um I've, I've been finding that a lot of the time when I am creating or when I want to create something or while I'm creating something I always find that I, I do create from my subconscious. So in a way, whether I do a painting and I experience that experience already, in a way I kind of manifest if I didn't experience it yet. So what I mean by that is like I could just like like also an inspiration of my art is also my dreams. I do a lot of dream work that's a part of my divination. Um So sometimes I would get like images or just like certain colors that I want to incorporate in a new painting. And then I do that. Sometimes I may not know the meaning of it until I finish it. Or I may know the meaning of it after I experience what the painting is. So in a way, I kind of manifest through my paintings, whether I know it when it's done or whether I know it like a month after if I experienced it or anything it is it's a plethora of a lot of things but you know any and everything doesn't inspire me and it's really like a general question because anybody can say that but my dreams inspire me to create my experiences inspire me my grace does inspire me too. Um, my willingness to transform any and everything that I have within my subconscious and inward onto canvas is it's just so it's so healing to me, and I find it so beautiful whenever anybody can take their thought and manifest it into the physical. Mm -hmm. it's so crazy to me and i i i know i know all about like you know manifestation and calling things into the um to your to your physical from the universe and all of that but like it's still it's still like something that a lot of us brush past because that's magic right there Mm -hmm. that's very very magical and it's very powerful and I think that's just really just what inspires me most like just the power of what the mind can do and on all its on all its
0: layers like
1: my my art is my
0: baby really <laughs> I know I love that and it's so true I mean people don't understand the power of manifesting and it's so incredibly important and not only is it important but it's it's so fulfilling when mm-hmm you speak your future into existence and, or you paint your future into existence or, you know, you, 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 you kind of talk about your, your healing and who you're going to be. Like, I always, I always see that I have two selves. I have my actual self and I have my ideal self and I'm always chasing the ideal self. And Mm -hmm. it's so funny because all of my girlfriends always say that like, oh my God, like, I can't even believe it, but like, you're living the life that you told me two years ago that you were going to live. And I'm like, yeah, cause that shit is real. Like you don't, yes, of course it takes work. And of course it, it's not like where I'm going to be a millionaire and then tomorrow it's going to happen. No, it's, you know, everything is connected to each other. Every decision yeah. that you make, every move you make, every relationship that you begin, every relationship that you end. Mercury retrograde is really revealing shit lately, you know, like <laughs> you feel <reveal laughs> and release, like that's my that's my mantra, but it's month. My... <laughs> oh yeah, like so and I and I love that and I love how you put you know you're essentially putting your soul onto your canvas and you're revealing so much of yourself, um, you know, to everybody. no I I love that and and I know we talked about not liking this word but it really takes I'm not gonna use that word it takes a powerful woman to do that people people don't give enough credit to those that can be vulnerable and reveal themselves in the most intimate of ways and I think that someone like you and your paintings that is exactly what you do it is such an intimate part of you
1: mm.
0: i mean you're painting your your dreams yeah i mean girl you sleeping like <laughs> <laughs> you know you're 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 showing so many sides of you and so many so many layers and i think that it's it's incredible everything that that you're doing and you know your your mission to to talk about mental health especially in our you know culture because I always say this people could disagree with me if they want to but Puerto Ricans and, and Puerto Ricans and Dominican culture is like is right the same. there They're no it's a it's I, I always say that. it's a boat stop difference like there's no there's no diff, like there's no difference <laughs> we're the same
1: I was just talking to someone about this literally I think just yesterday like I don't know what it is with the like pettiness but we're the same like exactly the there's same. no difference like we're, we're literally all the same like stop all that shit like come on yeah. we experience the same things
0: yes the culture yeah. is the same. there's so much there's so much overlap and yeah and it's it's really great what you're doing because you know I think it's also a challenge to yourself but it's a challenge to everybody else to get out there and to and to really really get uncomfortable and talk you know because it is uncomfortable sometimes especially if you're not someone that talks about your feelings or someone that talks Mm. about mental health like like I know in my family like when my brother came out that he was depressed it was like no you're not right right oh that's tough and you know, or, you know, I would say I'm anxious and it's like, no, you're not. And I literally would look and I'd be like, you know, you're anxious and depressed as well. Right. You do know that, like, you do know that pretty much everyone in this household has some sort, like, you know what I'm saying? Like everyone is going through their own. Yeah, I'm just using to talk about it and to acknowledge it. And Even for me now, with my depression and my anxiety, I get anxious quite often, but really my depression is what kind of sends me into a black hole sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I've come to a point where because I talk about it so much and I reflect on it, I'm able to, I'm able to catch it when it comes, and I'm able to recognize when I feel myself going through these things. And there are tell signs of when I'm about to fall into an episode Mm -hmm. and I try my hardest to kind of crawl out of that because I don't want to feel that way, number one. Yeah. Number two, you know, it doesn't do me any good to feel that way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, with all of these outlets that we have, it is so important to cater to our mental state And I think with your paintings and your art, and not only that, but the way that you're reaching out to other people to have these uncomfortable conversations, to get to the road in which that they can heal themselves. I mean, you can't get no, I mean, you know.
1: I appreciate you so much. I I really, really do. I I take those words so close to my heart. Whenever whenever anyone like talks about just the impact of my work, I I really do appreciate it because starting this off like just just my whole journey with this was so not like sudden. Like I've always been creating since I was younger. My mother would always encourage me to paint create write, anything so power do be going to my mama because she really inspired me with with all of that um but like I'd go on and off middle school high school and in 2018 was when I graduated high school and I went through the biggest shift of my life when I came out of high school and art was the only thing that has kept me grounded at that time and you know I, I had like like you know like a little like part-time job so I didn't really had like all that like money so like I took that money and I just was like buying canvases paints and all of that and 2018 for real for real was when I started to take my art serious and as I started to paint I started to realize how much it impacts my mental health in a positive way because the way that I was when I was younger you know I suppressed a lot I'm still like unlearning certain ways right now to not suppress as much and to really like give myself the space to communicate with others um so when I was younger I I was really young when I first went to therapy I was eight years old and it was when my mom realized, like, she was, like, trying to explain it to me. She was, like, you know, I think we should, like, look into therapy. And I'm, like, huh? Like, what, what's therapy? Like, what's that? I knew it was, like, talking to someone that I didn't know. So that's the only thing that I knew about it. But going into therapy, she was talking to me about, like, trying to open up. And I'm just there, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm just, like, mad nervous. And then she's, like, okay, like, let's not do nothing. Let's 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 draw let's just draw. She took out some crayons. She took out some paper. I kid you not. Once I started drawing on the paper, she started to ask me the same questions that she asked me before and everything started to come out. Oh my That's God. when I realized I was like, okay, like now I know that this is something that helps me. And as I started to put my art out there, I actually was, was not expecting anything. I was not expecting any of this. I would not have even seen us on a podcast interview right now. I would have never, like, even expected that or thought of that. So the opportunity for me to create this space for other people, especially people in the BIPOC community, just talking about mental health and talking about certain outlets that we can create for ourselves is so important because there's so much information out there now. It's literally at the tip of our thumbs. And so many resources that we have so that we can talk about why we feel depressed, why we feel this way, why we feel all these feelings, but also why we should feel our, all of our feelings and not suppress them and not like question it or beat ourselves up about it because it's normal. It's not something that should be taboo. Like literally this Mercury Retrograde is beating my ass. Like yep. <laughs> this yeah. beat my ass ass it beat my ass girl it, it was a whole shed it was, I did a whole ass shedding another shedding I thought I, I thought I shed before and <laughs> I'm shedding again <laughs> like huh like again and it's, yep. it's it's always that process it's like yeah like you're gonna heal this but there's always more that you're gonna have to heal it's non-stop that's what we're here to do we're here to learn we're here to unlearn and just even the fact that you can, um, you can like recognize when you're about to fall into certain things, like even like smaller habits that you may have, or just anything, just even you feeling like you're about to fall into something is something very powerful. And I give you all your, fa- all your flowers for that, because some people in this world don't recognize it in the moment. They recognize it when they're in it. And even when you recognize it when you're in it, you're still recognizing it. So the fact that you recognize it, period, and you allow yourself to, you know, just having that inner work with yourself, like, okay, why is it that I'm feeling like this? Why is it that I feel like I don't want to do anything? Why does it feel, like, why, 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 why? Like, just questioning yourself all these Uh, questions and just really being real with yourself because a lot of people experience the same things that we experience on the daily and we walk around thinking like we we all like so different from each other but we experience the same things like similar to to what you said about like your family and stuff like everybody in my family got anxiety everybody in my family got anxiety Mm -hmm. they don't want to admit it they don't want to admit it but you don't want to admit it because you want to look strong like you like you're not made out of steel like we we meet we meet bodies right now like we have feelings like you could tell me like I feel nervous you could tell you could say it like why do you why do we feel like we cannot express that and that's the space that I'm just grateful that I could be able to create with my art and just just having this expand the way that it did is really mind-blowing
0: to me it is well i love that for you and i <laughs> i love it and i hope to see you continue to grow and expand and you know just do what you came here to do because you know even you don't realize the impact that you can have on people and you don't know how many people you're helping Or how many people can relate to you. Like, I tell you, like, even I did, I started my show for bullshit, for fun. Like, I did, I started my show because I was talking hellish shit on Instagram. (laughs) Why am I talking on Instagram? I said, I might as well do a podcast. Like, just shit pops in my head. So I was like, okay, let me do it. And I was like, no one's going to listen. And I have, women that want to be on the show, I got, you know, I mean, when your people reached out to me, I was like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, like me, (laughs) really? (laughs) And it's just, you know, and I, I feel incredibly humbled because as someone who has gone through a lot of their life being unliked or being the black sheep or being the, you know, too outspoken or too headstrong or whatever, you know, you want to call it. A lot of people couldn't relate to me. So a lot of my relationships did go down and I did have to cut people off and what have you. And so the fact that I have this where I can have someone like you on and we can talk about these things and potentially help someone, hopefully, I mean, you don't even know, like you can save someone's life. And yeah, you know, it's just it's incredibly humbling and it's just so amazing that we can even just have just even just you and I having this conversation right now. I didn't know you yesterday. Yeah. Like you're my home girl today. And I'm like, how does this even like how does this even (laughs) happen? And I love it and I'm here for it. And it's just, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. amazing. And and I and I can't. I can't wait to see all of the fantastic things that, that you do, all the people that you continue to reach and, and you know, the bigger you get and your campaigns for mental health awareness. And, you know, it's just, it's so amazing. And I'm so like, I'm it's just when people get put in my life, even if it's just a short conversation like this, they all mean something and they all have a purpose. So just for us to be in this moment right now just speaks volumes to me um especially to have a connection and hit it off and it be just so organic and so fluid and amazing it just there's a reason for it and you know that's why I love doing this and I loved talking to you and I you know I thank you so much for being on the show and allowing me to schedule and get my life together and the
1: whole nine and- minutes worked even better for me to be honest this worked way better for me so <laughs> divine timing I'm, I'm so grateful I'm honored I'm honored to be a part of your manifestation you manifested this even if you didn't think it was gonna be anything like look at you now like you're having women want to talk to you you're, you're being your authentic self and you're attracting that authenticity period I love that. I love that. I I love that that um that love that you have to just communicate and bring women together and just just anyone together to just conversate. Cause this this right here, this podcast that you're you're you have, this could trickle to any part of your life, like any area in your life with anyone around you. So I'm just very grateful to just be here. I'm grateful that we had this conversation. I'm grateful for the opportunity. And I am looking forward to seeing how great and beautiful your podcast will thrive and grow in the near future.
0: I claim that. Thank you, honey. And you know what? And I just, I can't wait. And I can't wait to see everything that you do. You're going to be amazing. You're already amazing and you're beautiful and you're so wise. And, and this, I know this (laughs) conversation is just going to touch so many people and yeah. Thank you so much for for being on the show. And, yeah. and I really hope that we could do it again. And yes, um, yeah, so many blessings to you. Thank you, your beautiful soul. And this conversation was so much fun.
1: I appreciate you so much, my love. I'm a reflection of you. I, I send you so many love and so many blessings and so much love.
0: Thank you so much, honey bun. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you soon. honey. Yes, talk to you soon. Bye, baby later thank you so much for listening to today's episode you can catch us on apple podcast google podcast spotify and anchor don't forget to follow us on instagram at latinelli podcast and make sure you follow delini at La Bruja's Art on instagram and go to her website labrujasart.com to shop her prints one-of-a-kind products or commission a painting And tune in next week where I speak to Lisette, self-care queen and founder of Madre Mia, a self-care brand crafted to and for Latinas. We go deep into the importance of self-care and how we can put ourselves first.